Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. In theology, we talk about different attributes of God, different aspects of the divine nature, that God is good, that God is true and beautiful, that he's all-powerful, um, that he's justice, uh, so on and so forth. And in God, all of these attributes are identical with his divine essence, with his being, and they're infinite. And so really, they're all one in him. But from our kind of human perspective, we have to kind of distinguish uh, them so that we can understand them. And St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, the great universal doctor of the church, would say that from our perspective, if we were to ascribe one of the attributes as God's greatest, it would be his mercy. That that's the, the fundamental nature of God. It's another way of saying that God is love. It's that God is mercy. And this is how he fundamentally relates to us, his creatures. That all of creation is a gift of God's mercy. Because he was not under any necessity to create. He did so freely out of love. Giving this gift of existence. And then redemption as well is a pure gift of God's mercy. He did not have to redeem us. He was not forced to. He did so because he wanted to, freely out of love. Because the thing about mercy is that it's not deserved. It's not earned. It's gratuitous. It's freely given, out of love, out of compassion for someone in need. We go above and beyond what we're obligated to do to show them mercy. And this is how God fundamentally relates to us, even in our sins, and especially in our sins. How often do we consciously or unconsciously uh, think that God kind of looks at us with mild disgust, or he's just kind of frustrated with us, or he's angry, or he's just constantly uh, criticizing us for our weaknesses, disappointed in us. It's not the God that we believe in. It's not the God that Jesus has revealed to us. He reveals to us a God of mercy. And we see that in this Easter appearance on the first Easter Sunday, in the evening when the disciples were afraid, when they were in the upper room and the doors were locked, Jesus appeared to them. And try to put yourself in the shoes of the disciples. Two days earlier, on Good Friday, you had abandoned Jesus in his hour of need and left him uh, to be arrested and crucified alone. You'd failed. What do you think they, they maybe thought Jesus would say to them? Maybe he would chastise them and berate them for their lack of faith, for their unfidelity, for running away in cowardice not what he says. He says, peace be with you. This is who Jesus is, that even in the midst of our betrayals, he says, peace be with you. 
because he is a God of infinite mercy, and that mercy is offered to all. And all that we have to do is ask for it. And it's not something we deserve. It's not something we earn. It's not something we have to be worthy of. We can't. We cannot be worthy of this gift. That's the good news. We don't have to be. But it is freely given to all because the mercy of God is infinite. It is infinitely greater than all of the sins of all of humankind, of all of human history which means it's greater than your sins. Truly, God longs to forgive us, to reconcile us with himself, to wash away our sins in the precious blood of his Son. And the means by which he has given us to receive this gift of his mercy is also revealed in our scripture today when he says to the apostles, to the church, when he breathes on them and says, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, whose sins you retain are retained. Jesus has made his church the place of his mercy through this sacrament of confession, giving the church the power to forgive our sins, any of our sins, all of our sins, to come to the Lord and to experience his mercy. Today on the second Sunday of, mercy, uh, of Easter, which St. John Paul II also named uh, Divine Mercy Sunday, in light of uh, revelations that were given to St. Faustina back in the 1930s. Perhaps you've seen the image of Divine Mercy where from the pierced heart of Jesus is flowing out blood and water. And we hear Jesus tell Thomas to come, put your hand in my side where the spear pierced his heart and from which flowed blood and water to represent those sacraments of the church, of baptism, of the Eucharist, by which we are cleansed and made new, by which we are nourished with the body and blood of our Lord. It is through these sacraments, baptism and confession and the Eucharist and all of the sacraments, that we receive the infinite mercy of our Lord. And today especially is a day of great grace for us to ask for an outpouring of the Lord's mercy uh, to heal us and forgive us. But then that mercy that we receive from God is also meant to be shared with others. We have to be merciful towards our neighbor. We have to forgive as Jesus has forgiven us, without exception, without condition. That forgiveness must be freely given, not because others deserve it, It's not about being worthy or deserving or meriting it. It must be freely given if it is to be true mercy. And that is what we are called to do. And the more merciful we are to others, the more God has promised he will be merciful to us. And this mercy and this forgiveness we are called to extend uh, to everyone, including ourselves. We can all, I think, sometimes have a tendency uh, to be pretty hard on ourselves for our, our weaknesses and our faults and our failings. We beat ourselves up for our mistakes. We, we criticize ourselves. We don't like ourselves sometimes. Perhaps we have things that we're uh, holding on to in our lives, our own sins, our own failures, our own shortcomings. Just as we're called to forgive one another, we're called to forgive ourselves. Because if God has forgiven us, who are we uh, to, to hold on 
to those sins. Jesus wants us to let them go, to offer this gift of mercy to one another and to ourselves. I want to leave you with just a, a very simple but powerful prayer that can be used to, to work on forgiving others as well as forgiving ourselves. Because forgiveness is a choice. It's an act of the will. It's not a feeling. It's not a puzzle that we have to figure out. It, it's not something mysterious. It's, it's not something easy. But it's an act of the will. It's something we choose to do. And so the prayer goes like this. In the name of Jesus, I forgive so-and-so for such-and-such. Right? So you name the person, you name what they've done, and in the name of Jesus, you forgive them. And you can do that with yourself as well. In the name of Jesus, I forgive myself for this and for that. And you may have to do this a number of times. You may have to do it a couple hundred times, depending upon the gravity uh, of the wound. But forgiveness is a habit, a lifestyle, something we have to choose to do every day because there's still going to be more things that we need to forgive in the future. And so to get into the habit of praying this prayer of forgiveness and we will begin to experience more and more this uh, truth of mercy, the greatest gift that God has offered us, the greatest gift that we can offer one another. And so on this Feast of Divine Mercy, let's resolve uh, to seek the mercy of the Lord through the sacrament of confession and then to extend that mercy to one another and to ourselves.